There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to Rotten Treasure. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. We watched Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. With me, as always, is uh, the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Kai. Hi. How are you? I am doing very well. I watched a very long movie. Uh, this is Kyle's fault. I want to get at him right away. Uh, you made us not only watch this movie, but the extended versions. Um, this is going to be a long six weeks. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> to be fair, I did, we didn't specify it if it had to be extended. That's fair. It was a Patreon comment, so don't forget, folks, you can get your opinions in the Patreon. <laughs> uh, let's bring in our guest. Woo! Uh, with us today, veteran Philadelphian improviser and avid cat enthusiast, Megan Walsh. Hello. Hello. You didn't You didn't do it, Jim. I uh, Okay, so, Megan, you did something that I liked a lot, which was you put the whole sentence of what I would say. With you, you added in with us today, because usually that's just what I say at the top of every uh, every guest. <laughs> so so what, is that what I said back to you when I was like giving you my intro? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you were supposed to be like with us today. Wait, hold on. How would it go? Sorry. No. Usually, what people just give us is just a description of themselves. They'll just be like, I don't know. Just call me a Philly improviser, and then I'm like, okay, with us today, Philadelphia improviser. Blah, 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 blah. But you actually put the whole sentence for me. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> gotcha. I was going to say, we love it when our guests do our job for us. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to do too much, which is nice, because usually I just make them up right before. Um, Megan, what is your relationship with the Lord of the Rings franchise? Oof. It goes way back. Elijah Wood was my sexual awakening. Oh boy. Um, everyone else's was Orlando Bloom and Viggo Mortensen, but I like really had a thing for Orlando Bloom. And now that I've seen the movie, like as an adult, I like don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like he he looks sick during the movie because like the ring is taking <laughs> the ring is taking all of his power. And, like, he just, all you can see are, like, his dead eyes, like, slowly throughout the movie. But I was so into it. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I had a, I remember, like, getting, <laughs> I got, um, I asked for, like, a life-size, like, Orlando Bloom, like, poster so I could hang it on my door. But I remember secretly knowing that, like, it was for show and, like, that I actually liked it. Oh, wait. <laughs> like all your friends liked Legolas and you were like yeah I like Legolas too all my friends <laughs> loved Legolas yes mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like oh my gosh look at my poster like that proves it and then secretly I was just pining for Elijah <laughs> Elijah's underneath my category of uh of men I want to make carry things for me it's like a dynamic I don't know what it is but like scrawny little like it's very Michael Sarah in that category of just like carry my bags <laughs> he's like so I would love Elijah Wood to just be one of those people and I'm just like do it Elijah <laughs> Take me up for a nice seat. Do it, Elijah. <laughs> that's my sexual I love that that's a list. Elijah. That's such a good list. Yeah, it's mostly scrawny <laughs> cis boys that I'm just like, here. <laughs> right, is Daniel Radcliffe on that list? Because I keep realizing how alike they look to me. No? no. John Mulaney is. 
But he's had a rough, I don't, rough time, so I'm not going to make him do that. I don't see the Elijah Wood, Daniel Radcliffe thing. They just, I, I think it's just because they're two guys who are in fantasy things in the early 2000s, and everyone's like, those are the same guy. But I don't, I don't see it at all. I, I just, I, I don't get it. They both have like pretty like piercing blue eyes. And it's also for me, I realize it's less the way they look and more like the delivery of their lines, kind of. Like okay. a couple of times when I was watching Lord of the Rings, I was like, oh, like that, he delivered that the same way that like Daniel Ratcliffe delivered like a line in Harry Potter, which I know off the back of my hands. So I was like, this sounds like this line. But yeah, it might just be like kind of their acting style or something. But yeah, I agree. I don't think they look exactly alike. It's just like something about them is like very similar to me. I think it might be the fact that they both did the big franchises early on. And then they were like, you know what? Let's get into some weird shit. Let's make a show where an Australian man is a dog. That was a good show. Wait, what, what show are you talking about? Wolfred. Oh, yeah. I forgot that show. Yeah, I never I watched like maybe one or two episodes and I didn't continue. I made the mistake, apparently. It gets good. It gets very uh, emotional. Uh, it does. It is like, it is like a 2011 dark show where it's like, you're like, oh, they don't fully know what mental illness is, but it's still, it's still good. Oh, I do. So, as as someone with mental illness, I would love to watch this and see if, how they do. Oh boy, I would love to be able to, to talk to dogs though. Um, I'm I'm not there yet. Like I'm trying to. I hope I. That's where peak mental illness for me is. Hopefully, is when I get to talk to dogs <laughs> that are there, aren't there? Is, is is it real? Don't ruin it for me. It's fine. I'll find I out. think he's a okay. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything for you. Well, for well, you. I I can I can ruin it. They don't fully explain it. It's okay. kind of up for interpretation. So okay. whatever your interpretation is, is right. Cool. Then then right. Yeah. Then all my imaginary friends are real. Yeah. 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 Cool. What's the name of the son of Sam? David Berkowitz? Did I get that right? Did I nail that? F if I know. I'm going to look up the son of Sam. Uh, uh, continue saying what you were saying oh, before. <laughs> well, just one thing I want to point out is you were talking about two boys that kind of like you get confused. Was I the only, I can't be the only one in the world that gets like Viggo Morrison and what's his name? Fucking Sean Bean. Uh-huh. Mixed up. Right. Through this movie, it's I like, thought... like in the be- like for someone I've never watched this before. I was just like, these are the same guy. They're the same character. They could have literally gone for the same like the roles and been like, yeah, sure, you're fine. I thought they were the same person the first like two or three times I watched for the movie. Real? Yeah, yeah. It was it was only the. It's just because they're two, <laughs> two white guys with long hair, and that's all that it was. Yeah, have a wizard stick. Be distinguished. <laughs> I saw it so long ago that, like, I'm not fully convinced that at 12, when I first saw it, I, like, fully understood the movie. And I might have totally thought they were the same person. But now it's like, oh, that's Ned Stark. So, right. not oh, that the helps. same person to me. Yeah. It's like, he's very separate. And now, like, I feel like I'm definitely, I have such, I don't know what's up with me, but, like, I don't have the easiest time following movies sometimes. Like, I don't know if my mind wanders or what it is, but, like, watching movies with my boyfriend is so much easier than watching movies alone because I can just pause and be like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> but God. What really explain what happened to me, though, in detail because I'm lost. <laughs> uh, it's rough. I'm but, that yeah, person. I feel like I, uh, yeah. 
kind of understood this one. That I mean, that's kind of the way that I watched it originally was I had a friend who introduced it to me and every once in a while I'd pause and go, okay, what just happened? Who was that guy and what's going on? And they'd be like, oh, that's, that's Frodo. He has a ring. Yeah, there is. He's the main character. That's <laughs> You'll get to know him real good. I pulled up a character sheet before watching this movie for the first time. I was like, I should, that'll that's probably smart. help me. Um, I mean, just for, I mean, names. I had them. They they were in my head for like a second. I know. I remember who Gimli is. Um, I don't remember uh, Liv Tyler's dad's name, but the f- King Elf. What's his name? Elrond. Elrond. Elrond sounds like a planet. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I I I got some of them down for sure. Um, I know that one of them, uh, whatever his name is, Vigo Morrison. Which one of them is uh, Strider? Morrison. But they're not Strider. They're Aragon. Is that what it is? Yeah, Aragon. Oh god. They, but also I feel waves. like in that, like in the Lord of the Rings book, he makes it specifically hard to like keep track of names. And they cut so many characters down from the book to the movie, so I hear. Mm. Um but like yeah. some some names like just straight up rhyme. Like Boromir in the second mo- Sean Bean's character, in the second movie, he has a brother whose name is like Boromar or something. Like it's literally just changing <laughs> like the way it's pronounced. And, like, Smeagol's brother is named Deagle, and, like, Frodo's uncle is named Bilbo, and it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to keep track of all of this? <laughs> oh, oh, Frodo's dad is even worse, where his name is, oh, his name is Drogo. Frodo like, has be... a dad? Yeah, well, he died. Uh, he died long before. In the extended cut, uh, Bilbo says, when your mother and father died, I took you in. And then he, like, like says I remember things. that. Yeah. They don't. They don't like go deeper into it. Chris said they like went went deeper in the book, but I kind of want to know how Frodo's parents died. <laughs> if you know, lay it on me. Yeah. Hit if it I up. <laughs> if I remember the book correctly, going deeper into it in the book was one sentence where they were like, uh, "His parents, I think, drowned or something. I don't know, man." And that's how Aww. it was ex- like explained. Let me look it up. Sads. Continue talking. You know, but but it's good for kids to be able to handle that shit. You know, like we need stuff like that. Like Jumanji did it. You know, like oh yeah, your parents died in a tragic car accident. I think like that, right? Is that what we were getting fed? Yeah. Kids yeah. movies love killing parents. That's oh, like yeah. their favorite shit to do. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you an orphan? Kids... That's a kids movie. Yeah. You, if you're an orphan, you get to sing and dance. You get to become Batman. Like it's a solid life, right? From oh, you're shit, probably not, magic. I'm not going on record to say that it's. Good for you guys. Any of our orphan listeners, I hope you know that, like, become a superhero. You could do anything you want. <laughs> you guys have a large fan base of orphans. We and might. you're hurting all of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it's not the guy from Ireland because, like, we haven't talked about him a little while on the podcast. And I feel like I'm a little worried that uh, if he is an orphan, he's he's done with us. Oh, no. He just slams the laptop shut. <laughs> I, won't, I won't do it. <laughs> so wait, yeah, they, so you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, that was a bad joke. You go. No, I want it. You got to explain the joke as well. Explain why the joke could have been funny. Oh, no. He's making it work. That's fine. That's what we're supposed to do. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Bully Jim. That's allowed. That's a bullet. I always forget to tell people before we start recording. Bully Jim. Uh, you can. That is it's a bullet. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he likes it. He thrives on it. Hey, look at him. He's, he's thriving. This is what thriving looks like. There's just tears streaming down his face. For anyone he, who's listening, 
Jim's crying. <laughs> when he can't breathe, it means he's happy. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's that's masochistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so dark and I love it. Oh. Yeah, I have asthma too, which makes that extra hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same girl. How's that how's that ragweed, everybody? Doing all right? I'm sorry? How's that ragweed? Isn't that like the thing that everyone's complaining about right now? I don't know. I don't have allergies. I'm perfect. Uh, oh, I, I don't have that problem. Uh, I've definitely heard people complaining about ragweed. Yeah. This sounds like something my sister would complain about. <sighs> fucking hey, I'm losing ragweed people. I'm losing orphans. I'm fucking this up today. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so you, I was going to ask. You, you haven't read the books either. Um, th- this was... What, what time was this for watching this movie like how many times have you seen this movie beforehand um i saw it at least i would say i saw the first one at least like four ish times when i was younger the second one's a couple times less than that and like the, the trilogy like the second and third one not very much and then a couple months ago um chris ordered all of the movies on blu-ray because me and my friends wanted to like watch all of the extended versions and it took us a couple months to like get that organized and to watch all of them. So I really didn't watch them too long ago before we sat down to watch the extended first one again a couple of days ago for this podcast. Nice. And I was it was actually pretty nice. Like we got I sent you some pics, Kai, but like it was cute. We were there at we had Whole Foods their... and we got like <laughs> we got some pumpkin beer, we got some cider. Um, and Chris was like so stoked. He was like, I can't believe we're doing like an impromptu theme night. And I was like, this is very cute. You're very happy that we're watching the Lord of the Rings again. Um, and it wouldn't have happened without you guys. So <laughs> thank you. That's right. I was folks. like, any chance you want to watch the extended Lord of the Rings with me again for a podcast? He's like, um, obviously I will do that with you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start a dating app too, actually. We're, this is now our, the new central focus of Rotten Treasure is just keeping people happy and bringing people together. Um, do you want to... Keeping relationships strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is since uh, 2021. Look at us. We did it, Jim. No, it was, it was too cute. I... I was jealous that I only had beer in a can. Um, I need to get. <laughs> I, I'm thinking. I kind of want to. Actually, more than anything, I want. Kind of want a goblet. Um, never owned one. And you can buy one. Who has a goblet? Seems happy. They gotta oh. be like pretty cheap. Like like cheap enough for like one host to buy like another host or like the other host. Yeah, I'll buy you a goblet for Christmas. Jeez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Right. You do that about as smoothly as I tell people I will. That's how you do it, right there. Well, you, you, the thing is, is that I edit, so the fact that I, I could choose to keep that, and, like, if he doesn't give it to me... Remember, folks, come back for our Christmas episodes. <laughs> Find it if I got that goblet. See if Jimmy has disappointed Kai. Yeah. I most likely will, because I'm going to forget about this immediately. I should write it down, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I, That would be the kind thing to do. no i uh i don't know i just i kind of feel like i missed out on seeing this as a a small being because like in high school which is for me like 2006 i had like art class was filled at one point with just people who would not stop drawing lord of the Rings stuff um it like took over my high school which let's see this what what year did this come out 2001 okay yeah 
So this is this is yeah this is like five years afterwards. It has a serious hold on my high school like interest still. I did not know it was huge because when it came, well, I started watching it after the fourth, the third one came out, and so I watched it in like two thousand four, two thousand five ish, uh, and I got bullied relentlessly for it. And as far as I knew, everyone hated these movies except for me. And then I got to high school and everyone was like, oh, no, Lord of the Rings is like a really cool movie that everyone likes and was super popular. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was taught it was just me. That's so surprising. Uh, this, uh, a small town in South Jersey. and I went to a Catholic school. Well, that checks out. Yeah. Well, they probably re- thought it was like the devil's work or something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one kid who liked it also. But he had to keep it a secret because he didn't want to be associated with me. <laughs> oh no, Jim! Oh my why? God. Is, it, is it because you were like I'm trying to think of what you could have been doing? What were you doing that was so bad that you couldn't? Were you just not? What being were cool? you doing, Jim? Were you okay. Selling, wow, were you this selling is some pixie blaming. If I ever heard, uh, no. Uh, were you wearing a cloak? No, I just probably talked about it all the time. Yeah, it's like that thing where it's like you didn't get made fun of because you like anime. You made you got made fun of because you would nar- Naruto run through the hallways. Yeah, mm. I probably talked about it all the fucking time. <laughs> oh my god! Well, when Could you, you ma- something like that as a kid, it really does blow your mind. Like I don't even blame you. Just the fact that even like elfish, elfish, elf. How can I say it? Elvish. You got it. Elvis. Was just created by is it J.R. Tolkien? J.J. Tolkien? How many yeah, J's? There's two R's. J.R.R. J.R.R. Tolkien. My Jolkin, it's easy to remember. It's Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien, as my friend loves to say. Yeah, it's easy to remember. <laughs> my uh, my phone slipped and like skipped to the next YouTube video while I was like working, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just see what this is. Uh, and it was just a video on just like uh, him, like literally this being like his like his life's work, and just like he took he like how I don't remember exactly how long it took him to develop this language, but like studying like you know German, whatever, keep going more languages, and then just being like, yeah, fuck it, here's a whole other language, an entire scripted out world. Um, you're welcome, world. You're gonna get a lot of money out of this as well. Uh, I just found out when Kai is pressed for naming any language they can only come up with german and that's it for the record the reason why i only went with one is because that's the only one i remember they mentioned and i didn't want to falsely name languages he didn't actually like study in order to make up this language elfish that and the whole like character world like he built all of this and then all of a sudden like i think he wrote the hobbit first right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he wrote the hobbit and then like 20 years later he wrote he finished lord of the rings i found out that and maybe people know this, but I didn't know that. Um, when I was younger, my mom tried to read The Hobbit to us. And I remember I was very bored by it. So she just kind of gave up. So I never really knew that story. And then I heard the movies were pretty bad. So I never watched that. Um, but apparently in the in the movie or like in the book, Frodo is, is like 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And The Lord of the Rings takes place like many years after The Hobbit. And I just, I didn't know. Yeah, like I had no idea how condensed the timeline was. Um, I didn't know that they like de-aged Frodo to basically like a 25. Like Elijah Wood was like 19 when he got the part, but I assume Frodo is supposed to be like 
in his 20s. Um, and yeah, they just like really condense a lot of the storyline. It's mm. it's crazy. I mean, it makes sense, but I was it almost made me like want to read the books because it just sounds very cool. But then I also know that he writes like 20 minute or like 20 page feast scenes. And I don't know if I could That's, no, get it's, through that. It's really, really tough to read because I, I just yeah, finished them last year. Dense. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't. Oh. I didn't like them. And like I'm a huge really? fan of Lord of the Rings. Didn't like them that much because it's a lot of descriptions of things and like. Oh, they were going through this rock quarry, and thousands of years ago, this thing happened to a rock quarry. And you're like, all right, cool, t- but like, let's get back to the story. I have a hard time with descriptions sometimes, too. Like, if it's mm-hmm. like, I'm sure he's a fantastic writer, obviously he is. But if I am like reading a description and it goes like longer than half a page before getting to like the action of like why, why we're actually like hearing about this, I start like skimming. Like, I start just trying to, like, get to the part where, like, someone talks again or where it's moving the story forward because I get bored by it really fast. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know say, if that's just, like, our day and age or what, but I, I kind of, I'm done with it pretty quickly. I think it's more of a style of reading. Like, some people don't like descriptions. Some people do like descriptions. Like, I don't like descriptions either. Like, I, yeah. Lord of the Rings is probably about 70% descriptions. It's so much description. But... When it gets the action, it, like, really gets the act. Like, I remember reading Moria and being like, oh, my God, this is exciting and, like, fun to read. But then he goes back to being like, and then they were in the hills again. And then they walked for, like, five days. But was Moria, like, a, a habit book? Like, I know Moria is a, a place in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, that's the that's the mine they go in where Gandalf dies. Mm. Right, 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 right. Oh, my gosh, yes. Rossine. I mean, and are I, you saying like just that scene took very long to get through? No, that scene was very quick. It was, but it was like very exciting to read. That was a very fun part of the okay, book. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to make sure I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that makes sense though. That seems like it would be an awesome scene to read. But the mm. hills scene. <laughs> but, but the hills is most of the book. Is just talking about what the hill is like and like what the weather is like. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's a lot of that. See, I I think maybe I should give it a, a t- like a try in my adult life, but I struggle with. I always have struggled with reading, and it's mostly because my brain goes, "You're gonna forget all these details anyway, so why would you like?" I'd always like half commit. I'm <laughs> just like, and I'd skim, and I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." The room was a box, and there were people in it. We get it. And keep going to the the story. You don't. You really don't need to. I, Lord of the Rings, I, it, I'm sure a beautiful book. If people like descriptions, read Lord of the Rings. Great book. If you don't, skip it. Really, it's it's not that. It's not exciting. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's not what I want. Yeah. I feel like uh, half the reason why I don't want to read most books. Uh, but I'd, I'd rather, yeah, I want like movement. I need like, con- I'd rather have constant action in a book. Although I do find, um, the last book that I really, really read, this is just a weird book, but has anyone read The Glass Castle? No, but I will no. Google it while you talk. Uh, I forget what this writer's name is. You'll find it, Jim. And this is just like her memoir, but like, I love it when just being okay, like, is this about the homeschool kids? Uh, they were, well, on the Sorry. road, kid. they were on road, they were like, on okay, the- yes, 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 I've heard of this. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. they're, I think they're gonna make a movie, or they made a movie, I'm not sure, but, um. Yeah, it was a Woody, Woody Harrelson movie. Oh, they made it already, okay. 
Um, okay. I never, I never watched the movie. I guess I should give that a go at this point. But I just, I read the book like probably ten years ago, and it's been that long since I, I. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of an actual book that I've read all the way through since then. But when it's descriptions about someone's life that I actually like know it's a real person, I tend to like give a shit more. Um, but when I'm just like, yeah. hey, you're a fictional character, I'll, I'll loosely get your, generally who you are. But I get much more fascinated with like, oh, this person fucking exists out here. Cool. Oh, I lose my mind over a true story. Like, yeah. nothing intrigues me more than seeing, like, based on a true story at the beginning of a trailer, I oh, lose yeah. my shit. Like, I get so excited. Like, no matter what it is, I'm like, what happened? This is going to be dope. Or this how much of it's juicy. true. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm obsessed with this is ridiculous. But, like, I've been reading so much about, like, the Clinton Lewinsky scandal recently. (laughs) Not only because that show is coming up, but just because, like, it's so insane and interesting. Like, I'm watching the impeachment, like, American Crime Story show alongside watching an entire documentary about this scandal. Oh, damn. Because it's, mm, oh, it's juicy. It's fucked up, but it's juicy. I think the last time I took on, like, absorbed content around that, it was on, oh, who did... Who did she do an interview with? Well, I think it was on. Oh, it was John Oliver. Um, a lot of cool Yeah, she did an interview with uh, with John Oliver, like maybe like a year, year and a half ago, uh, which was good because I mean, like it was really you know time has passed in terms of like just uh, just really giving another perspective to the matter. <laughs> uh, oh, there's definitely a new lens on the whole thing in like 2020, 2021. Like people yeah. are like, oh, we like. We really uh, fucked her up. Yeah. That was uncool of us. Us publicly shamed her. Yeah, when we shouldn't have done that because it was horrible. Uh, It was a horrible thing to do that we all did collectively. You need to watch this uh, if if anyone is interested. It's called The Clinton Affair. And the details of, like, this case and the many years that it took to, like, for all of it to come out. And for her to, like, have any semblance of a normal life is mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. And it truly makes me wonder, like, if something like this is happening. I mean, I don't our last, I don't even, nobody seems to care because Trump was our last president. But, like, if this happened now, I just really wonder, like, what light the mistress or whatever would be painted in compared to the president because she was right. completely slandered. Well, I think this was mentioned in the interview with John Oliver. But and, like, because, he kind of yeah. was, but... Like social media exists now, so there'd be like it'd be like in the way that it exists now. What I mean, I, let's see. Wait, this, yeah, this, this would be much more of like a no. We're gonna talk about this ability with social media. I feel like the way that it exists, which for is, sure. oh, thank you, social media, for that. I suppose there's a lot of things I don't like you for, but I do like the fact <laughs> that it, it can actively be like, no, we're gonna get a voice heard, and it's gonna be fucking loud, and we'll even fucking use whatever hashtag sure. to to capitalize on and be like, no, fuck that, uh, cute puppies. Hashtag today, you're going to be a thing we need to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, for sure. Hashtags, hashtags get movements going. It's pretty crazy. Oh, for real. Especially I agree. This is so, this is so off subject. So I'm sorry. But oh. um, have you guys heard of the website? It's called Sheen, S-H-E-I-N. It's like fast fashion website they have new shit every day everything they sell costs like seven dollars no all right well it's targeted it's targeted on my facebook s-h-e-i-n 
Um, and it's like very cheap stuff. And I've known for a few months, they like just actively steal designs from like small businesses on Instagram and like really wherever they can find it. Like artists, they'll like steal their designs and like put it on shirts and sell it on Sheen for 20 bucks. And it's a, other places do this too, but Sheen, like every time I've gone on their website just to like see what they're doing, it's like all new things. Like it's yeah. so crazy to look at. Um, and I was reading an article about it today and the end of the article was basically like the pe- people who are creating these things originally are getting this movement going with hashtags and like mm-hmm. that's how they're getting their information out there and that's helping their businesses by saying like whatever like stop buying sheen or like something like that like it's all hashtags which is it makes it but it's crazy because it's so weird to think about still but yeah it's fucked up it makes me mad to think about it's so messed up they're just stealing people's shit and there's no like there's no there's nobody stopping them because the world of fashion is like you it's really hard to prove that someone stole something (laughs) and no one <laughs> no, but you can get on, influenced like, though. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, that happens on like Etsy a lot, where like mm-hmm. people will buy something yeah. on Etsy and then they'll sell it also on Etsy for like a huge markup. There was a um one of the game grumps, uh his wife did that where she bought a bunch of shit on Etsy and then sold it. She was buying it for like a dollar and then selling it for like twenty dollars at a huge markup. I was like, yo, that's really mm-hmm. fucked up. And then she was like, I can't believe you guys would call me out on this. This is ridiculous. And that, and that was the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the article today, it was like Etsy is a like, I mean, I guess Etsy is kind of like an amalgamation of a bunch of different artists selling stuff. But like, yeah. I didn't realize Etsy was also a culprit because it seemed like when I first started going on Etsy, it was so like, it seemed so small and like fun and like an indie kind of thing. And it has blown up and mm. it's the same shit's happening on etsy now well to be honest when you first started going on etsy it probably was just like a small thing that like just a couple of yeah. people doing. uh folks don't not yeah. go to etsy a matter of fact when you're there go to still bitter design and buy some of my partner's really great <laughs> queer ass dope ass stuff um yeah that's like they oh, there's a lot they, of amazing stuff yeah. on etsy but I, yeah, I see some of this other shit that I'm like, oh, did they just like spray paint something that, and then just like sell it for a hundred dollars? Um, this waste, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, so I respect, I respect people like making money off of like some weird ways, but when it's literally just skeeving off of the work of other people, that's fucked up. Um, and I, I do like that literally. Such personal art. Yeah. If you get the if you get the right hashtag into the right influencer though, like it becomes their story, it becomes a post, it becomes something seen by like hundreds, and then people start putting in their stories. There is a way to kind of be like, you know, if I wanted to publicly shame Crazens, if I got lucky and like Laverne Cox liked it and was just like, you know what, you're right, there were you know peanuts left over inside this crazy bag, and that's just corrupt and not acceptable, like <laughs> corrupt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, Just like Laverne Cox corrupt. would say. <laughs> They're rampant in the crazing industry. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, then all of a sudden people start giving a shit. And then, yes, maybe some things can change, crazins. Um, But also, yeah. Oh, now I want to get at uh, Oreos. Let's all publicly shame Oreos and make them make, like, what's well, Octo stuffed? I don't, I don't think we have to. Nabisco, right? There are so right? many different kinds of Oreos. 
Oh my gosh, yes. Nabisco, I, I've recently found out, is complete gutter trash. So Yeah. What's Nabisco? Nabisco? That was hard to swallow. Nabisco is like all what of is- the cookies you like, right? What are they doing? Um, what are my cookies I doing? I think they're doing like wage shit. Let me look it up. I'm glad I don't have really a sweet tooth, so I think I'll be okay. I remember something, and I might butcher this story, but even if I do, it's it's still going to sound bad enough to be to warrant telling it. So okay, Nabisco, great. a couple years ago, or however long ago, um, like made some sort of like formula, like a substitute for breast milk, um, and they sold it or maybe gave it to like just like other countries uh, that like weren't doing as well as America, um, and. They gave it to them, and then so these women like stopped breastfeeding, and then their babies were like then addicted to this formula, and then they like Shit. hiked the price up. Sorry, I'm trying to kill a fruit fly, um, and they weren't able to afford it, and then all of these babies were like addicted to formula, and the breast milk was dried up. And I probably butchered that story, but when I heard it, I was like, that's the most evil shit I've heard in my entire life. Yikes. That is so fucked up. Uh, I might have you cut all of that out. Because why do no. you like look this up afterward and none of that happened? But I feel like a lot of it happened. If it does, you just talking shit on the Bisco. If it does get cut, <laughs> that's fine. But if not, I'm am questioning whether or not I'm uh, sorry. I'm just trying to kill a fruit fly as your quote for the episode. I'm not sure, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw it in. No, randomly. I feel like there's a fucking body in my house. Like I've never. Also good. Nice. There's a dead body in my house. Dude, yeah. is there a way to get rid of fruit? Like, I've never... <laughs> it's crazy. It's not just in my kitchen. I go into my bathroom. They're there. They're, yeah. like, flying around my room. And I keep thinking I find the source of it. Like, my roommate left out, like, some old lemons and a fucking potato. And I was like, it's probably that. And they're just all over the place. And at this point, I truly think there's a fucking corpse somewhere. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't think this is probably the yeah. best solution, but at my restaurant, we would just take, like, a pan and, like, put, like, sugary shit, like, soda scum at the bottom, and then just, like, saran wrap poke holes. And then the um, the fruit flies would get inside, they can't get out, and then they dry them, and they die. You kill them that way. I put, like, a shot glass with a red, uh, with, like, apple cider vinegar. I've had that out That's for right. a bit, and literally, like, a couple minutes before I got on this podcast... I was going on a fucking murder spree nice. with yeah. mail that I got. I killed so many fruit flies, and I was, like, talking shit to them, and I was alone in my apartment. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. It was, it was, I was so mad. Oh, I hate it. There's a video of, video of me back in Philly working at my doggy daycare with a flask water. There's nothing to hit them against, so they were just in the center of the room. So there's just me, like, swatting at them for no purpose other than just, I guess, moving where they are. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that makes them mad. Um, But yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to hit you against nothing. I don't like how... I don't like how judgmental this article I found was, where it's like, how do you get rid of fruit flies? Step one, clean your apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole. Yeah, like, step one, be better at being a person. Like, shut up. I swear my apartment is so clean. Like, I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) There's actually a person right behind Megan cleaning for her right now. Um, So, yeah, it's clean. A cleaner here. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, honestly, I'm a, so I literally right now, I would call myself a professional cleaner. That's what I currently do for work. I clean people's houses. 
every single time I see someone's room or like house, the only thing I can think of is I bid it. I'm like, okay, cool. I just saw roughly a matter of your room. I could do that in 10 minutes. No problem. <laughs> uh, I do that with people's kitchen. Their kitchens, I can't go in them without being like, yeah, it's about an hour long. I could bust that out. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, nice house. This is a great, great hang. <laughs> but I cook in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What did you just say? I said you could clean it in 30 minutes or less. Oh, ideally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, you just got to do like a real, I'm just... I get so I've never gotten so particular in a job ever, but like there's something really rewarding about like a spotless stove. Um, I don't know how I got here as a person, but if I can make it just look. Oh no, I feel you. Uh, uh, yeah, like when I actually hunger down and clean something in my apartment, it always is so satisfying to just look at a job well done because there's such like a. It, it's just, there's a visual thing that you look at and you go yes this is what i wanted this to look like i've done it Th- thank you me i did that i did this i've gotten to the point where i stay like i stage or stage excuse me my own house um and i'll be like i'm sorry i don't stage i stage uh and i'll be like okay cool let's make sure this looks like it belongs in like a little cute magazine so it's like all right the pillows where they belong sometimes i'll even fold the toilet paper with like a little point at the end and be like okay great um, let me fold the towels perfectly threefold and make sure I got the right side facing. Um, if you're really particular, when you fold threefold your towels, the part that's all frilly and open, have that face away from uh, anybody visiting your bathroom. Like you want them to see the nice finished wrap around part um, and have the other part facing the wall because you don't want to see that towel mess with frills. I've gotten so many particular random stupid tricks about making people feel good when they come to their house. Um, It's dumb. I've done, um, this is really dumb. This is, I can't do it anymore with COVID, but I used to like stage. uh, You used to kiss them on the mouth when they were, when you were done. (laughs) I used to kiss everyone. I'm like, all right, hey, so we're done. I love it. Um, Sorry about that. It's just how we do it. I I do that every time. Uh, No, we, I, I would stage the the uh, the kids like stuffed animals and stuff to make it so one of their stuffed animals was reading a book to the uh, like the other stuffed animals. Um, and that was like my favorite go to like, oh, I have an extra like three minutes. Let me just make something adorable. So when they come home, they have something like that. That was a thing the cleaners did in Disney World when I went when I was not. Yeah. It was so exciting, so amazing. They always they did something different every time with the stuffed animals. And it was so magic so good job mm-hmm. that's the I mean, exact type of shit that when i was a kid i would have been like oh my god that's the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life like it's that's such a good thing that you're doing well did i think it's also like the parents yeah. geek out and i love it when i get there from the recap emails that i did when they you know after i always send like a little thing like hey this is what we did today um uh, i love it when they come back to like oh my god you made this kid like fucking lose their mind um so yeah, <laughs> it, there's a there's a reward of that stuff. Are alive now. Oh, I get so many responses about people's pets and how they're like, oh, thank you so much for cleaning the dog bed. Like Roger was so happy. I'm like, was Roger that happy? <laughs> <laughs> Did they really give that much of a shit that there was less hair on it? No. But they Roger's can. in the corner like jerking off. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love how clean this is. <laughs> Roger's like, yeah. He never jerks off. Our dog, if you knew our dog, you would know our dog never jerked off. And he is jerking off so much right now. Our dog 
Our dog is normally a prude. I am so sorry. <laughs> Our dog is such a prude. <laughs> Our dog's going through a no-fap November at the moment, so like this is actually pretty crazy that he would break his streak. <laughs> just too excited. He just had to. Oh, guys, Gross. y'all are bringing me bad memories at my doggy daycare job. There are times in which you have to be like, put your rocket away. You know, like, no one needs to yell that at a dog. Oh, red rocket. Or even just being oh. like, stop humping your sister is a thing I never thought I'd have to yell ever. Um, but oh, I have to yell worry. that. They're just trying to dominate their sister. It's not It's not a sex thing. Uh, <laughs> stop licking that pee. There's a lot of things that I just don't think no one should really ever have to yell at anything. Get out of that butthole. Quit I being don't... a person. That's not peanut butter. My parents uh, have six dogs, so I yell this shit on the rig. Nice. Did you say <laughs> six dogs? I sure did. Oh, wow. They, they, have, they, they own a pet store. Um, uh, okay. So I feel okay. like maybe their number wouldn't be as high as it is if they if they weren't surrounded by dogs all the time. Or maybe it would. They're kind of insane, but maybe it wouldn't. Who knows? <laughs> All right, we need to we need to complete the whole picture here for anybody listening. I need a name and a breed next to all of these. Actually, no, name and Jim and I will guess. We got it. We're gonna guess what. what okay. Kind of yeah, I can breed. I got breed. I can guess breed. That's your quote. Great. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's my uh, that's my Scooby Doo impression, y'all. We're gonna find out what the hell I am talking about, but right after this commercial break. Hello, everyone. This is Robert with the Watching It podcast. We're a show that covers TV and movies. Join me and my co-host Donnell each week to talk about shows like Loki. The Lower Decks, Snowpiercer, Palm Springs, and Collateral. You can find us at watchingitpod.com or anywhere you get your podcast. And that is Scooby-Doo in reverse. And I'm terrified. Back to the show. What are we doing? Oh. <laughs> oh, you did not sense. explain that no. very well. All right. You're giving great. Uh, could you hook us up uh, individually? The, the na- I'm so sorry. Could you hook us? <laughs> what are we doing is also I was a great. Like, are you book. waiting on I am. me? Yeah, no. I apologize. <laughs> am I naming breeds? Am I naming dog breeds? No. We're doing breeds. We're, you know the breeds. Uh, please hook us up with the names okay. in, of the individual uh, dogs here, and we're going to guess yes, the best we can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is that is a better description. Okay. Um, cool. Squishy. Squishy? All mastiff. right. Well, now. Yeah. You said Mastiff? Wait. Hold on. Let me guess. Uh, wait. You said Mastiff? Yeah. I wish. Sure, honestly, I, I, I think it's probably like a, a pug thing area just because of their face, but I'm really hoping it's like a, uh, a Jack Russell Terrier instead. Do I tell you now? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Um, she's an American Bulldog, so you were a little bit... I mean, she's not a pug, obviously, but she does have the little squishies. Mm-hmm. Um, she is my everything. She's the only dog that my parents currently have that I also lived with, like, before I moved out of their house. So seeing her is like, mm, I love her so much. She's the best dog ever. All right, next. Ready? Roland. I got oh, one, Jim. German Shepherd. That's good. Um, I have a mini Dotson. 
Those are both good, although they are both incorrect. Um, <laughs> I would have been fucking shocked if you would guess this. It's a beagle. It's a beagle bulldog. He is okay. gorgeous. Oh. He's he he was often at fan club shows. Um, but I don't know if you guys were ever like at a show where my parents came because like they don't come without Roland. He's like mm. my dog's other son. My dad's other son. <laughs> so like, Roland was often like in the front row one time. He barked during my 101 show and I like Good. died inside. I was so embarrassed. And now looking back on it, I'm like, that's hilarious that there was a dog in the audience that I, I was going to say. I would love to be able to say I've done improv for dogs. And I can't say that. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. One time I was like, my parents are here and so are their dogs. And everyone just like, I was hosting and they, they just loved it. You just yes. got to play off it. Yeah, everyone loves babies dogs. and dogs. Babies and dogs. Honestly, I like dogs a little bit more. But babies are also well, okay. All right, next breed. Ready. Soot. You said soot? Soot? Yeah. Ooh, yes. very cool. Okay, this is a dog. All right, soot. Uh, okay. I got mine. I'm good. You say yours because I'm going to guess after you. I really think soot is a golden doodle. That's <laughs> a good guess. That is a good guess. Uh, I'm going to guess, like, um, not a chihuahua. Like, it, uh, it's a small dog, uh, a terrier. A terrier. Okay. So, right after I said soot, I thought to myself, you don't know what breed this dog is. But <laughs> no, no. he has, he's about this bit. I don't, people listening won't know. Okay, he's, like, a small dog. He's not that much bigger than, like, a chihuahua or something. He's mm -hmm. hypoallergenic, and he has, like, the curly fur. He's black, and he has a curly fur. I feel mm. like maybe part poodle, but I'm not positive. But, like, you know the white dogs who have, like, the, the shit around their eyes? Yeah, this is what I was thinking, yeah. but I couldn't yeah. think of the name he's of that dog. he's a black version of that dog. He's just black, so his eyes don't look... Sorry if either of you have this kind of dog. I don't think you do, but yeah. his eyes don't look gross. <laughs> that they, his they eyes aren't, like, stained with brown. <laughs> I don't have a stained, dirty yeah. dog, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> his, yeah, he's, like, a black version of that. <laughs> My parents have a dog that's like it. It has the uh, she has the fur that's like uh like hair that it, like not fur. So uh, she's hypoallergenic. Yeah, he's hypoallergenic too, which is nice. I like my eyes not itching around him. <sighs> I'm so. Proud but also, my... I don't like him as much as the other dogs. <laughs> I know. Uh, my parents will be upset. Oh, Dahlia gets in her faces and she like pokes at your face and it's like stop that that's very annoying but i also love you like that's how i feel about dahlia i'm so Aww. mad because my sister just got a dog and i grew up without being able to get cats or dogs because my sister has allergies and she's like oh we'll just we'll just get a dog that's not a problem and i was like what the fuck why wasn't that an option <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah no well, i was oh bamboozled God. i was a Your small parents child were, like, using their... that yeah. as an excuse yeah boo <laughs> boo give me my dog <laughs> like, we just don't want a dog it's fine just say it all right, give me the fourth dog. I'm ready. Um, got it. I got it. This one I got. Blue. It. Okay. Ooh. All right. Oh, that is I got it. boy blue. I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it already? Okay, oh, go yeah, ahead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would not say 100% pit bull, but this is a pit mix. Oh, St. Bernard. All right, so this is a teacup chihuahua. Oh, <laughs> 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 She has, like, a very special color of eye, so they named her Blue. Her eyes, like, she's very cute. Her eyes, like, poke out of her head. Like, I know all Chihuahua's eyes kind of poke out of their head. Blue is different. 
she does it more. Her eyes come out. They, like, touch your eyes. It's like chameleon level out? Like, what are we talking here? Yeah, like, she's, like, yeah, kind of. Like, she, like, her eyes pop. I, I have to send you guys pictures when we're done. I'm excited. I'm excited to see her these dogs' are, marble eyes. eyes <laughs> All right, Winky. 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 Hmm. Okay, I got one. <clears throat> I have a reference to a dog that I uh, that it doesn't really help at all, but I'll get there. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, I said terrier for the one dog that I meant the kind of dog that it was. I know. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Jim. Yeah. No, you go ahead. Well, if it's either one of you seen, uh, look who's talking now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Well, because they got a. I don't know, uh, Megan, have you ever heard of Look Who's Talking? I don't think so. It's an old, unnecessary movie with Bruce Willis being voicing over a baby. Um, be- what? I'm not wrong. Why are, you, why are you saying no, Jim? Why are you, you shaking your no, head? No, no, you, you described it as unnecessary, which is such a perfect word for this movie. <laughs> I shouldn't exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, John Travolta and, uh, oh, geez, what's her name? Uh, she Rosie O'Donnell? Her no, it's not Rosie O'Donnell. Um she did like Jenny Craig. That's who he guesses every time. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, was it? Oh wait, no. Was it um, Kirstie Alley? Yes, thank you. It was Kirstie Alley. Uh, and uh, John Travolta. They had a baby, and the baby. We just the whole movie is you get to hear the telepathically what this baby is. They kept going. Uh, not that you should not that you should leave our podcast and only listen to how did this get made, but there's how did how did this get made episodes about this franchise and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but eventually they got to the point where they're like, all right, second one we'll get Roseanne Barr in, you know, because she's not problematic yet and she can be a fucking baby too. And the third one they're like, fuck it, dogs. So now dogs can telepathically talk to each other. And there's a I, this is all just to get three people on board with me being like, oh, I know you're talking about that mutt dog, like the one that's just like garbage dog. <laughs> fucking who knows what kind of dog this is. Just like the one that just gets into everything and is just not a big dog, not a small dog, but just a dog. The one with the, with the bow. Yeah. Yeah. His name okay. Charlie. Was he a Charlie? He had a very all dogs go to heaven Charlie dog vibe. Oh, love it. Jim, um, did you get? No, my guess is a uh, 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 Teletubby. Okay, anyways, what what's the answer? <laughs> Fuck you, Jim. That's terrible. <laughs> you got it's just another Chihuahua. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think of the possibility that there could be two of the same dogs. I was like, I should I tell them they can like re-guess? But No, I, I love didn't. it. Oh, that's such a great yeah. I don't know why I, th- I kept thinking about like nesting doll like oh i'm sorry it's ah. just another chihuahua <laughs> like, just, like, <laughs> just keeps going it's more <laughs> welcome to the i should have mentioned it's just another chihuahua yeah <laughs> uh, i just say the six dog he's he's like a big like uh black it's not a golden doodle but it's like a doodle and <laughs> whatever that dog would be called it's huge and his name's gansey and that's Gan- the sixth dog gansey mm-hmm. where'd gansey come from um it's a book it's called the raven boys it's a ya book that my mom really likes and it's one of the main characters in that book as are a lot of the animals like winky is named after hal south and harry potter roland is named after the dark tower series by stephen king 
um, or the gun, the gun, the gun, the gunslinger series by Stephen King. Um, Blue is another one from the Raven Boys. Like literally, it's like all books. Like my my mom is a very big reader, and they pretty much all get named named after books. Except Soot, I think that might have just come out of nowhere. <laughs> I gotta say, your parents very good at naming dogs. Much better than my parents because my parents named one of their dogs Jared. Like. They're, and this is like, <laughs> this is like, like after the scandal. So like right. all of us were like, no, please don't do this. <laughs> but like, they're like they just, we just love, like that name. They're like, he's such a Jared though. And we're like, he's not. <laughs> was this, was this, I mean, were, were they just like really into like, he went to Jared ads? Could have been that maybe. Yeah, actually I say, uh, they named him that. He came with the name, and then my parents were just too uh, too lazy to change it. Mm-hmm. Or I should say, my mom was too lazy to change it. My dad didn't care. I think that's my favorite part about not to get back too much into my cleaning job. It's just looking at the plans and being like, I'm always like, there better be pets at this house. If there aren't pets, I'm going to be pissed. Um, like today, I got to see, <laughs> I got to meet uh, Winter, and what was the other? I don't know. The other dog wasn't friendly, so I forget. <laughs> forget what their name was um it kind of just disappeared but yeah i get i love being like oh cool let's go find out you know uh who rufus is that should be fun or let's go find who um chubbles there's a cat named chubbles who does not stop talking who helps you clean the kitchen every time you do very vocal on on where to deep scrub chubbles so much (laughs) so what does your mom think of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she has read, like, every Stephen King book, which is fascinating because I've tried to get through, like, a couple Stephen King books, oh. and it's just, not, it's just not for me. They're very long. They're very descriptive. Yeah. Um, she really likes Dean Koontz, too, but I think Stephen King is, like, from what I hear, Dean Koontz is, like, a poor man Stephen King, but whatever. But she has not read, like, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or anything like that. She um, is a writer herself, and she writes YA. So she, like, probably, like, six or seven years ago got, like, very into YA and doesn't exclusively read that, but a lot of what she reads is that. Um, YA is good. I feel like it gets a bad rep because, like, teenage girls like it and people fucking hate when teenage girls like stuff. But (laughs) YA is, like, solid work. Like, it is enticing. Uh, Even if the descriptions are beautiful, they don't drown you with it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a good bit of action for the most... It's a lot of bad stuff, like any genre of books. There's going to be some bad stuff in there. But, like, some of my favorite books are YA. And, dude, Forks Washington is, like a twilight like walking tour Mm -hmm. and i'm sure some people are upset about that but their town like the influx of cash after the Mm -hmm. twilight books and the movies came out was like crazy it's so it blows my mind how much like shooting locations and just like even books that aren't turned into movies yet like if you say it's set in a real place people will go there and they'll just go there because the book was set there that's all they care about like, there are places in other countries where, like, I don't know if it's Lord of the Rings. It's, like, certain movies that were filmed overseas, and I forget which ones they were, but, like, some of the people who live there are, like, not happy 
with like the influx of tourists mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. go there because like a certain movie was filmed there. That's how it is for. Which, uh, like, I forget me. I'm sure most of you have seen like how pissed off the owners of like the house from Breaking Bad because they get pizzas thrown on top of their fucking <laughs> roof yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so there's certain times where you're like, I'm sure it's great for the diner that has Breaking Bad-themed meals, uh, but it's probably mm. not great for some of the residents who are like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm just trying to be a person, could you not? <laughs> it's great for businesses, terrible for, like, privately owned homes. Yeah. Like, probably mm-hmm. the Home Alone house is, like, like I would if I was in Chicago, because that house is in Chicago, I would lose my I would go see that house immediately. And probably yeah. so many people are just in front of their house every day. Jim, we have to. When the new Home Alone comes out and we review it, we're both going to meet in Chicago uh, and go and record the whole episode outside of the Home Alone house. (laughs) Just loudly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if we can go in. We'll knock on the door. Be like, hey, so it's just like, oh my God. We kind of got a podcast about this. We almost named it Too Many Home Alones. We have to come in. (laughs) I, I also, like, yeah. I do get obsessed about those like things that are from pop culture because like I grew up in a town next to the town where a Bruce Springsteen album cover was like shot like the photograph of it. And I was like, oh, I got to go there. It's a barber shop. And like you can go in and they have like the uh, the backup pictures in there. And I was like, oh, that's so neat. Nobody cares about darkness on the edge of town that much. Like it's a good album, but it's not enough to go to the like place. But it's still cool to me. I like those things. For sure. I went to the, um, in L.A., there's uh, Elliot Smith's figure eight album. Like, do you guys like Elliot Smith? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly haven't yeah, like seen <laughs> much of Elliot Smith, but to be honest with you. So it's not too late for me to find out. The album is, like, on this kind of, like, beaten down street on, like, Hollywood Boulevard, which does not look cute. Like, it's not it's not a cute area. Um, and I, like, insisted on going there when I went to L.A. because I, like, had to see the memorial. And there was, like, because he died. Um, and there were, like, so many people who are, like, still writing on it. And, like, people go there, I feel like, a good bit just to, like, take pictures in front of the, the place where he shot that album cover. It's like uh, Jim Morrison's grave. If you ever seen that because it's like covered in graffiti it's in paris that's where he died wow and it's actually like it's now a tourist place to go to like you, you go to it you smoke a blood outside of it and then you spray paint your name on it and then you leave that's what tons of people do am i wrong that people is it a very large grave it's pretty big it's big enough that i'm sure let, let me take a look at it and while you're looking at that, Jim, uh, is anyone else familiar with the fact that Gigi Allen also asked for people to piss on his grave, I believe? Even more, I think even worse than that. Yeah, that sounds like Who is Gigi Allen? Uh, he's like a person, he's just old TikTok influencer. No, he's... <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, uh, his real name is I was Kevin like, Michael. what? His name is Kevin Michael Allen, but he went by Gigi Allen. Uh, he was like a punk rock musician um, who was like very shock value and like, yeah, Jim put quotes around it, which is accurate. Um, he did a lot of shock value stuff and just like with like blood and like, def- like I think he defecated on stage once. Um, yeah, yeah, he was he you, nobody won. Nobody wanted to go to a Gigi Allen show, but like he's kind of a legend in the punk rock field. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he asked when he died. He's like, please just shit on my grave. And I think people do it. Um out of respect, I guess, or 
just because it's a cool thing to do. I don't know if that's still a thing. At me at Rotten Treasure Podcast at gmail.com if you shit on Gigi Allen's grave. <laughs> that's your logo. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Gigi Allen's real name is Jesus Christ Allen. No, it's Kevin Michael. I just said that. No, he's he was born Jesus Christ and then he got and he changed it to Kevin Michael. He was born oh, Jesus Christ? Yeah, he was born Jesus Christ Allen. Uh, I don't know when it got changed, though. That's something you yell at somebody, not something as a name. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Allen. <laughs> Why it's so punk rock? Uh, <laughs> I think Another I fucking fruit fly. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, fucking kill that thing. If you want to take the time, kill it on the air. <laughs> I love murdering on there. Oh my gosh, you guys look how cute Cora looks right now. Hi. Oh there god. She is. She's being pressed. My cat was trying oh, to be on I the episode. So much. I had to kick him out because Sorry. he was he was trying to like be a be a parrot and just like hang out on my shoulder while I was going to record this, and I was like, nah, bro. I got stuff to do. All right. So I told an entire office of just like people who love Lord of the Rings. Um, about this and they were like oh i'm totally listening to that episode <laughs> we've done we've said nothing about this movie <laughs> <laughs> for an hour <laughs> oh my so, god they're and, gonna be listening to it and it's just gonna be you guys guessing the breeds of my parents animals then <laughs> if you've made it to an hour and like five minutes like thank you for holding out we're gonna talk about the movie a little bit i feel like we should talk about it a little bit I apologize. Yeah, sure. Um, I have a I have a fun little tidbit. Hit me with it. It doesn't. Um, this (laughs) they're gonna be like, oh my god, you're still not talking about the movie. Um, when I chill out, Ben. Chill out. She's gonna talk about the movie in a minute anyway. So I'm sorry. (laughs) It was my first screen name, and this is kind of in the vein of like me knowing that I didn't fully understand the movie when I was 12. Because my screen name was I of Saruman 12, but oh. the guy who has the I is Sauron. So I like didn't, I got the names mixed up. No, and, but so did I. Yeah. Yeah. Because Saruman and Sauron, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, so for a pretty long time, I think at least, at least two or three years, my screen name was I of Saruman 12 until I changed it to Dance of Fairies. When I was fourteen or fifteen, I think that's a whole other story. Funny. My favorite part about that is not not only did you get it wrong, eleven other people got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) What was the Dance of the Fairies thing? I was really into Peter Pan. Mm. Okay, fair enough. And it was. There was a live action version of Peter Pan. It came out in 2003 um, and I really liked it. And one of the songs on the score was called Dance of Fairies. Another thing I should shout out by James Newton Howard, Dance of Fairies. Listen to it. I will. Did I cut out? No, we got (laughs) it. No, we heard it. I wrote it. I'm writing it down. You ready for something cringe? Jim, do you remember what my screen name was? Oh, it was some lighthouse bullshit. No, that's my live journal. Um, Thanks for putting that on. That's on an episode. Love it. Things I said on my lab journal. Thank you, Jim, for finding that. Uh, no, it was my AIM was Mr. Nice Guy 1987. 
which is cringe cringe so in 2000 and like what is this 2000 and like two i was like god damn it you're not trans you're not openly out just shut up and just like be what i think everybody wants which is a nice guy um nice guys are like just like being made fun of so much it's like a thing like oh are you a nice guy and then it actually ends up that he's like a creep does anyone know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah I'm, on the, I'm on the internet <laughs> i've met people okay. i was like you guys are being silent like this is definitely a thing right oh no no i was that's so uh, like, yeah, yeah. Huh. i think um, well, what's, what would your screen name be now kai yeah, probably probably go back to Lighthouse. I like that. Uh, no, uh, it was Heightlouse, whatever the fuck it was. If, what would my screen? Uh, oh, I know, Champagne of Queers. It's been like my uh, like I've always done like Killer Kai Life as like a hashtag. Um, so I'd probably go Champagne of what? Queers. Yeah. Thought about actually opening an Champagne Etsy underneath Queers. that name. It's so much better than Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Whoa! Murdered. You murdered, got it. Murdered. Murdered. Oh, nice. Murdered. For the record, everyone, uh, a fly has been murdered. Um, That's our first murder on a podcast. We've talked about murder-suicide awesome. a few times, but that's the first just regular murder on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, by the way, I tried to write down Dance of Fairies, and I, I guess I wasn't paying attention while I was writing. And I just wrote dairy, and now I just have a note in my phone that says dairy. <laughs> dairy. <laughs> I gotta change that. Sorry, go ahead with something interesting. <laughs> go ahead with something interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kai, talk about something interesting. Sure. Yeah, uh, so when I saw Liv Tyler, um, I really wanted Liv Tyler to have like a um, uh, when she was like. She was, oh, she, oh, God damn it. Why did I write this? Hold on. Help me out. Understand. I wrote, I wanted Liv Tyler to have a, a bicycle uh, so she could like put Frodo in the front basket and like, just like an E.T. Why did I want that to be the case during this movie? Did she have Frodo? <gasps> yeah, yeah. She had to. Okay, had so. Him on, a, on a horse. Oh, it's right. Oh, I just wanted to have a bike instead. Yeah. She takes him to Rivendell. And she's like, look, man, there's going to, like, one of the two guys that look the same is going to try to attack you and try to, like, take your ring. Don't be stupid. Go by yourself. Or bring your really, I don't know. Are we supposed to like Sam? Bring yeah, your, you, you'll, you'll, Sam. you'll slowly like Sam more and more as the movies go on. I've never watched these before. I apologize if I'm offending anybody. I haven't found love for Sam's character yet. Um, maybe that'll change. What What are your qualms? What it, What don't you like? Did you like what or he said? I'll have your like sh- neutral. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just like kind of like he hasn't proven himself to be super interesting yet. Like I get he's a pal and like he's a friend. That's kind of uh, where he's supposed to be at in the story at the moment. Yeah, he just hasn't, he's not, I haven't gotten any information about him yet that really makes him particularly interesting to me just yet. Um, Kai? I gotcha, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a dislike or if you were just no. always boring. I just haven't, I've been like, I, I as I understand it, ever, like I feel like that was a character I was supposed to love based on this movie or what I've been told about it, and I just haven't loved him yet. Right, for sure. Um. Did anyone, uh, so random thing that I was looking around for this time. Did anyone notice Brett McKenzie from uh, the 
Flight of the Concords in this? No. Yeah. Yeah, he's at the Council of Elrond. Doing what? He's just yeah. sitting there. Yeah, he. this was before he was in Flight of the Concords. And everyone, mm, everyone was like, that's the handsomest man I've ever seen. That's so crazy that by the time the third movie came out, he had lines in it because they thought he was so handsome. Oh, wow. He is really, I mean, he's cute. I have a thing for him. He's also on the list. He's called Fidgetit? Fidge, Fidge, Fidgewit? Yeah, f- yeah, Fidgewit. Hey, they call him Fidgewit because his name is Frodo is great. Who is that? Like, oh, my God, who is that? Mm. <laughs> he's pretty cute. He's also, he's cute. apparently, he's, like, a New Zealand comedian. So he was probably, like, you said he was just an extra, and then that, like, made him famous. That's crazy. Yeah. And I then feel he like got I, famous on his own right. I would make him hold my bags for, like, a Boy. little bit. And then he'd be like, can you hold them? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take okay. them back. You're so cute. Yeah, I, I, I do have a thing for him. His uh, live thing that he did, like, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, the, the, the Flight of the Concords thing on, like, HBO, was it? Um, he's just so cute. When Like, his stage presence, the two of them together is just absolutely fantastic. I uh, love but, them. Oh, their banter is absolutely fucking fantastic. I've only watched probably, like, three episodes of their show, so I need to change that. Oh, the um, show's very funny. Yeah. Same. Uh, I've yeah. never seen very many episodes of that. I mean, their songs are delightful. I'm enjoying it, um, especially this stupid one where it's like uh, two office coworkers that fall in love. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that the ha- gender reversal reversal? It might where, be. Where Brett plays a man because he always plays a woman in all the... Uh, and then Jermaine plays the woman. And that's like their big deal. Yeah. I think they comment on like kind of like how there's not much uh, diversity amongst their group. <laughs> Yeah, um, the, the two of them. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I I do recall that. So, how about this movie, y'all? Um, it was okay. So we watched this. Uh, did you did y'all watch it in two goes or one go? Three. You watched it in three. Okay, probably a smarter um, call. We kept starting it super late. Mm. And so, then we we went to bed after like an hour and a half each time. Reasonable. Technically, yeah. I watched it in two goes. If by two goes you mean I watched it twice, because I watched the theatrical one yesterday and then I watched the uh, the extended one today. Oh my god! I was so excited to watch them that I watched it twice. Do you want to be on record oh. on the podcast saying that you didn't do work today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. No, I yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No one knows what day it is. Yeah. It's a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, for the record, we recorded on Saturday at noon. <laughs> a reasonable oh, time. I, I woke up at like two. I woke up at like four in the morning to watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Jim is a good worker. <laughs> Jim, what's your boss's name? No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Why would I tell you Greg's name? Oh, your boss's address. <laughs> Is there a part of you? Hold on, actually. So I, I don't know yet. There's a part of me, and I just don't don't reveal anything with your body language. But there's a part of me that's like, no, oh, Gandalf's not dead. He just fell down a hole. Like I've watched enough movies to be like, he's a wizard. He's fine. Like he figured it out. He's still alive. Uh, or 
Uh, I know I'm going to see him in the prequel, like the Hobbit movies anyways, because it's like, that's before, so whatever. I just know that he exists in this universe longer than just what I saw. And you can't I say. think it was, I think you've said this, but it was lost on me up until this point how little you have, you know about the movies, which is pretty cool. I, 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 I really just tried to, like, do the thing where, you know, like, if someone is like, oh, you really got to check out Pink Floyd, and, like, you've never listened to them now, like, you might listen to it more of just, like, you have, you don't have the hype necessarily as much, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Or, I'm, I'm so surprised that nothing was spoiled for you over the course of like however like almost 20 years ish yeah 20 years about right all I got was there's a, there's a ring there's a wizard there's some guy with a big beard Orlando Bloom's in it and they're gonna walk somewhere for a long time that is it that's all I had going into this wow Orlando yeah. Bloom looks so young in this movie yes he that's does. not a left field but he looks like a baby I would like to point out that Kai, in the middle of watching the movie, went, oh, my God, I just paused the movie and I'm not even halfway there. Who? And then the next text was, who's this femboy? <laughs> <laughs> was it Legolas? Uh, it was Legolas. Oh, yeah. It was definitely Legolas. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what one of my favorite parts of the movie was? I forgot about this. So... I feel like Aragorn, like, doesn't want anyone to know that he's, like, the king of Mordor. Where? What's the place, Jim? Uh, what's hum- he the king of? Humanville. Humanville.com. Gondor. Gondor? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Aragorn does not, or Strider Aragorn, doesn't really want anyone to know that he's the king for, like, a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, like, someone kind of disrespects him. And Legolas is, like... This is the king, and Aragorn is like, Legolas, sit down. Like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> like, that's not what happened, but essentially he was like, Calm down, bro. Like, yeah. I've got it. You don't have to tell everyone I'm the fucking king. Calm down. Yeah, he has a look. <laughs> and of like, I love the subtext there. He, he does have a look of like, Hey, Legolas, stop. Stop. I'm trying to. I'm trying to lay low a little bit. Like, Respect I know we too. talked about this in private, but like. <laughs> I don't want you to tell anyone, especially the current guy who might be the next <laughs> king of Gondor. I don't think I'd want that kind of fucking responsibility. I don't right? Think I, yeah, fuck uh, that. I, ugh. I mean, is that his character growth in the movies? Well, no, I mean, like, he's, yeah, first off, he, that's just the whole human race, correct? Now, he's the king of Gondor. There's there's basically two kingdoms. There's other kingdoms as well, but it's it's Gondor and Rohan. He's in charge of Gondor, technically. So... Uh, this is kind of a weird cut, but a kind of a relationship to geography so is a thing. Like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I, there are just so many like places and lands to keep track of in oh Lord of the God. Rings. It's just yeah. a lot. So no, but I thought it was super cocky to call yourself Middle Earth. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, we'll just, we're the middle. Like, who <laughs> who just like puts themselves at the center of everything? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else is just everywhere That's because they are. It's, they, uh, they're, it's a flat Earth. That Middle Earth li- uh, lives on. Uh, Canonically, the it's a flat things, Earth. Yeah. They're in the middle. Yeah, it's also well, canonically. I Earth, knew the answer. <laughs> that's how this. That's the how the podcast goes. So cute. <laughs> like that's... actually, they were correct. <laughs> that's what this. 
that's what these Lord of the Rings podcasts are going to be is Kai being oh, like, I don't understand this one thing. It doesn't have an explanation. I'll be like, technically, they, they, here's the answer to it. It's just they didn't really explain it in the movies. Oh, my God. Okay. They're I have solid a couple... movies, though. I really enjoyed watching it. I love these movies. No, I'm excited. Uh, as much as I've been jokingly complaining about, you know, like we've done this podcast now for Jesus Christ, almost a year now, Jim. Um, no movies have been like I was complaining about the Hunger Games being two hours and 20 minutes. Jesus Christ, we signed on for six six episodes of these, and after what the first one, I'm like, I thought I was going to be much more frustrated with the idea of doing that. I'm not. This is a choice I make weekly, <laughs> um, and I'm I'm actually glad to do this. So this is going to be my Saturday, probably half Saturday, half Sunday for like the next six weeks of my life. Um, I'm on board. I'm I'm curious to see where that this is goes. For a lot of battles. Yeah. I, Props to the fucking screenwriter of Lord of the Rings who whittled that down to like cohesive movies, to three cohesive movies. That's oh, that's great. Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh. Yes, thank you. I was like, I don't know who the screenwriter is. I didn't. Re- okay, so Peter Jackson was the director, and he did the screenplay with somebody else. Yeah, with his partner. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been together since cool. like '87. Oh my god, that's so cute! I didn't know that. Uh, they've written every movie together since me the feebles oh my gosh very cute that's awesome Mm -hmm. Uh, could you imagine adapting adapting lord of the rings with a person you love how cool would that be they they also adapted a movie called heavenly creatures which is a movie about these two girls that were so obsessed with each other that one that they killed the one's mother and then everyone thought that they were lesbians. And then everyone was like, see, this is why this is why lesbians shouldn't be a thing, because they kill mothers. Uh, and that's a real yeah. problem that happened in the world for in, for lesbians specifically. Uh, and Jesus. they were like, <laughs> they were they were obsessed with the story. Two people in love just writing this story about these killer obsessive girls. Great movie, by the way. Was it good? It was a good movie. It's fantastic. It's like when you watch his earlier movies, it's like, why is why did the guy who made these like disgusting Muppet movies get to direct Lord of the Rings? Then you watch Heavenly Creatures. And you're like, oh, I see the bright. I see the gap. OK, we've, we've uh, it. my gosh, I'll try to check it out. I yeah, mean, Lord a- of the Rings is shot really well and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm sold. I don't know why I thought I didn't even gonna... know Peter Jackson did anything with Muppets. <laughs> they're, they're not real Muppets. They're like shitty Muppets. They're they're cult movies. They're really good. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> they're not real. They're shitty. <laughs> what were you saying, Kai? Yeah. Oh, if, if I know. Um, what was I going to say? It's gone forever. But I will bring up, uh, because we should probably get some uh, final notes in here in terms of things that you need to make sure make it on the episode. But one of the things that I did uh, particularly was like a, a silly payoff. It's because it's weird. Like I've seen memes of this stuff, but like Frodo's like single tear shot, like close up chef's kiss. So great. So good. Um, oh, so good. So good. I was going to uh, say, what was it like learning all the memes that you've seen? Like, okay, keep your secrets. That was, love, yeah, like, that was, 
so early in the movie, I was like, all right, check, done. <laughs> uh, and then there's the uh, Ned Stark one of, like, one does not simply, and then insert whatever the fuck it is. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Which I learned... The Ned Stark one. If you look at the freeze frame, I think, of that meme, that's actually not aligned with when he said that. Like, there's... I thought the same thing, and then when he actually said it, it so looked even I. more like a meme. Okay, yeah. so it is timed correctly. It just didn't yeah. feel that way for some reason. I don't know why that was. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. That, that so I, I was... It, yeah, no, it's very clear that this was very culturally significant. So I feel like I've been... like It's almost like I feel dirty for having used these memes without having the context for them, you know? But... Uh-huh. Now I can. Now I can do it guilt-free from now on, so I feel great about it. Because <laughs> oh. I, I think the one does not simply one was definitely one of my favorites to use for a long time without knowing what it was about. Um, at a certain point, actually, I, I forgot. Th- I, I actually thought it was from Game of Thrones because I only knew that face from that show. Um, I didn't know. I had forgotten that Sean Bean was even in that movie up until a couple of years ago. And then I watched it. The last time I watched it, the extended version, I was like, holy shit, it's from this. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I did put that. What a famous meme. I was going to say, poor bastard. There were so many. Sean Bean. What a rough childhood. I'm sure that wasn't fun. <laughs> It's like a thing that Sean Bean dies in all of his movies, isn't it? And like shows. Yeah. There's there's a joke that Sean Bean dies in all his movies because it's God punishing him for having a name that doesn't rhyme. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Because it's not I get it. Sean with an H. Scene Bean. Or, or Sean Bond. Sean Bond. I like Sean Bond. That would be the nickname I'd go for. I knew a guy, his, his name was Sean, and then someone met him one time, and he was like, hi, I'm Sean, and he was like, I'm sorry, did you say Bean? And he was like, no, I said Sean, what the fuck? And he just wasn't listening at all to what he was saying. He he just was in his own world. So now we call that guy He heard uh, Sean, Bean. he went to Bean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Sorry, I just read one of my own notes and I laughed and I stopped listening to you and I apologized. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do final notes so that you can read your note that you just read? Yeah. I just, at some point, I said out loud to my partner, I was like, do orcs just not brush their teeth? <laughs> like, what a thing. Like, I don't think, does anyone brush their teeth in this franchise? Like, or in this world? They must, right? I would hope so. They all look cleaner care. than the orcs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Hobbit Orcs dental care are looks like. disgusting. I feel bad because that's the only <laughs> time when I, played, when I played Dean or not D&D, I played Pathfinder. I played as a, as a half orc and I didn't know that they're like, I just picked it because I was just like, oh, they look kind of cool. I didn't know that they were going to be bad guys. I didn't know that they were bad guys. I don't know if they're bad guys in like the D&D world. I don't know. I don't play D&D or Pathfinder or any of those games. Mine was a gender non-conforming half orc. Um, who had a poison frog for a pet, and like, actually, I like this. Uh, every single time that uh, it was around the same time that I started using they them pronouns, and my DM was like, "Cool." Every single time somebody in the uh, during like Pathfinder uses the wrong pronouns, it'll be for your character and uh, or uses your character's wrong pronouns. Excuse me. Uh, anytime that they do that, 
I will have your character just pick a random object nearby or maybe one of their weapons and just throw it in aggression in any direction. Um, and there were consequences. Like I sliced a shopkeeper in half accidentally once because someone got my pronouns wrong. <laughs> um, and then I had That's to pretty funny. Back. Yeah, it was pretty great. But like he lived because I only cut off his bottom half. And then the next week, my DM had two of their friends come in and role play as the judge and my uh, my my prosecutor. Or I'm sorry, my defending lawyer. Um, and I had to do a court case as a half orc who sliced a shopkeeper in half. I did not win the case. A wizard judge smited my uh, lawyer and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so I murdered people all the way out. I left. <laughs> you burned some bridges. I. It was chaotic neutral, I think. So I think murdering my way out and leaving a court case that was going bad for me, I think, was fair. Checks out. Checks out. What do you got, Jim? What about finalness for yourself? Um, I only I didn't write any notes during the movie, uh, so I only have two things written here. Oh, boy. Uh, one just says Elrond Hubbard. <laughs> uh, that's all that one said. Uh, what it was the worth. Fuck? It was worth spending time to write that out for you. For some reason, you've wasted oh, time man. on your Earth, your one living existence, to write that. <laughs> I wonder if someone else has Good done that because that's you. stupid. I don't even need to say the, the other one was just I like the idea of Gimli forgetting who people in the fellowship were like during throughout the movie. It was just making me laugh because when I was watching with my girlfriend, anytime like someone died, I would just do an impression of Gimli asking who that was. That's that was the that was the end of that bit. Just like Gandalf died. They get outside. and He was like, oh, God, who is that guy? I feel like I should know who he is. <laughs> that really, really tall guy died. Yeah. Or that really, really close guy. I think he was just close because some of the angles and perspectives of this movie were just like, all right. Um, they were a little clunky. Yeah, they were just like, all right, just stand really close to the camera and it'll make Elijah look really big or really yeah. tiny. That's um, That comes from Peter Jackson coming from a, a, a horror background, which is why a lot of the uh, scenes have like uh, very horror type directing to them. They do. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, the angles are, like, really kind of eerie and cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, which I thought was an interesting way to direct the movies. Mm. It's kind of like a... It, like, works when they see that, like, Golem is following them and, like, mm. Frodo's noticing certain things. Like, it's kind of a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... They're always, like, a second away from like dying like they're being hunted the entire movie it's crazy yeah it's just an interesting way to like think of it as like oh they're, yeah they're always on the brink of death death is yeah. scary let's make this a scary movie although the source material is scary so that carries it through i do request that that or at least i hope that in the next movie they're a little more realistic with like arrows that like could they at least like get someone hit in the shoulder or like slightly cut by one of them like the oh. it's a little bit star warsy oh. and there's like pew, 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 and like no one's getting hit by any of these arrows come on it, it gets so less realistic okay great it's gonna go the extreme opposite direction awesome <laughs> oh 
by the third one, you'll be like, what the fuck? Why is Legolas like so like over the overpowered? This is crazy. Huh. Okay, sure. That's a thing. Megan, what do you got for us? I'm sorry, Jim, was that your final note? No, that was it. Is your final, final note? Oh, uh, let's see. I, I also didn't write anything down, but I found myself thinking throughout the movie, like a lot of the time when someone is like the chosen one or like the person who's carrying the story, the only person who can do something. There's a lot of weight that comes along with that, but there is almost always a lot of like good things that come along with that too. They get a lot of attention. Like they have a cool power. They have blah, blah, blah in this. And I, it's a little bit bleak, but I do really like it. Frodo kind of gets boned. Like, his yeah. whole it just sucks like he's the only one that can do it when he puts the ring on nothing good happens it's terrifying it brings yeah. him even closer to evil he's being like sucked dry like from that's a weird choice of words but like he's like <laughs> he looks gone by the end of the movie and we like, talked about dog dicks on this episode i can't get any weirder Perfect. you're fine <laughs> he, He's just like, cool. Like, he's just like, yeah, I have to save Middle Earth, basically. And like every step of the way, people are like, if you don't do it, we'll all die. Like, just so you know, no pressure, we'll all die. It's fine. <laughs> and like, he's just, not, and then he goes off alone at the end of the movie. Like, I didn't know this. But Chris told me apparently Hobbit. I was like, why would they let him go off alone? That blew my mind. Like, they almost die every step of the way. And then he loses like anyone who could protect him. And he was like, um, they don't really say this in the movie, but like hobbits are supposed to be like really good at like staying under the radar. Like I know they're mm -hmm. small, but even with that, like they're good at hiding, staying under the radar, knowing like, I don't know, certain things about the land. So that like made more sense to me why uh, Aragorn would just be like, yeah, I let Frodo go. And everyone was like, we won't ask questions about that. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that blew my mind, but it makes it makes more sense now. But yeah, I just, I really like that. I don't really see stories like that very often. And I liked that there wasn't, apart from just like saving humanity, like I know that's a big thing, but like Strodo just did it. That's just uh, something he had to do and he just endured it. Wasn't he told by, uh, is it Kate Winslet? Is that who was that was? No. Yeah. Was, no, right? what? No, no, it wasn't uh, Kate Winslet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett, that's the name Thank I meant, you. yeah. Uh, cause Kate Blanchett, didn't she kind of, she blatantly told him like he had to go alone, right? Like, did, did she have like psychic yeah. powers? I missed that part. Like, does she, does she know the future? She's kind of, she, cause she has the, uh, that little like pond that tells her the future. Cool. So she kind of has like an idea, but it is her interpreting things. And also she's kind of an all powerful being type of thing, mm. but not really. Like, she's probably a step lower than Gandalf, who is essentially an angel. I think she's evil. I'm going to find out. But I think she's manipulating the situation because she saw an outcome where he did get help and didn't like it. So she was like, what if you went by yourself? Let's see if that plays better for me. And she's going to get, like, a huge <laughs> crown, like, a fucking new car. It's going to be, like, dope for her. <laughs> Elves and cars. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. She's going to get, like, two dragons. Uh, do dragons exist in this world? Yeah, that's the point of the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't remember if I saw dragons right, in this movie. Yeah, they like wrote a giant dragon or something. The, the, the point of the Hobbit movie is that they're going, a dragon stole some shit from some dwarves, and uh, they got to go kill the dragon. Huh. Yeah. Okay, tight. I'm excited to see more dragons. I really was, I guess the lack of dragon in this was probably my biggest complaint. No, I'm kidding. I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, there's no dragons in <laughs> Lord of the Rings, though. It's all in The Hobbit. 
There's uh, Smaug is his name. Wow. All right. Smaug. I gotta ask. Uh, it's that time. Ugh! You have the the whole floor is yours. Um, is there anything that you want this world to know? Um, is there a statement you would like to make to our listeners um, so they can, when they're done listening, they can go do a thing? It's promotion time. Oh, That's what it is. I mean, I'll oh. just stick to what I said. Like, everyone should go take a nap for sure. Right. I'm <laughs> probably going to take a nap. It's like 9 o'clock at night. I'm going to take a nap, wake up at 10, clean a lot, and then go back to sleep at 2 a.m. And that's what you all should do, too. It's actually pretty solid advice. Uh, literally, the witching hour is, like, sometimes the best time to be yes. productive. Um, that's not, yes. I'm not, like, honestly, that's solid advice. Like, occasionally, fuck time, everybody. Just do that and get shit done. I get so much done at the witching hour. Yeah. What, what hour I'll wake is up the at 2 hour? p.m. with an entirely clean house. I think it's one. Is it one to three? What's the witching hours? I feel like what you just said is correct. <laughs> I'm wrong. Ooh, we're wrong, y'all. Western Christian <laughs> tradition, the hour between 3 and 4 a.m. So we're actually, we're not, we're not witching. We're just, uh, we're just being idiots at one o'clock in the morning and getting stuff done. I mean, I've done three to four, not in a bit, but I've done it. I scrapbook till 4 a.m. Who has it? Well, it's also called the devil's hour as well. Uh, but apparently it's because Jesus supposedly uh, died at like 3 p.m. What? What does that have to do with anything? <sighs> Jesus. It's Jesus Christ, have... Alan. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel like we just skimmed over Megan saying that she loves to scrapbook till 4 a.m. Yeah, actually, we need to stay on for another 15 minutes about that. What are you scrapbooking? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about this now. Um, the last scrapbook I made. Oh, my gosh. There's Kaz. There's my other cat. Hey, she's a little <laughs> um, so She's just staring at the light. The last scrapbook I made was for my, oh my gosh, this is back to the dogs. It was for my parents um, last Christmas, and it was like a dog-themed scrapbook. And I spent way more time than I thought I was going to spend making them a scrapbook. Again, like I had what I wanted to give them, but what I actually think about the hours I put into making the scrapbook, it was maybe a little bit too many hours, but it was a dope scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I actually they gotta loved it. I got to show you this. So I've abandoned the improv team daddy issues twice now with coming back in and out of Philadelphia. But the first time I left, uh, Kate Esposito made me this. Uh, oh, you can you not do it with the whole no. weird background? I had no, to bring it closer. No. Well, it's I'll show it. It's a book. It's a book. But uh, I was yeah, a big no. fan of the one that I made. I, oh, it's a daddy issue scrapbook. It's a daddy issue scrapbook of just like random improv moments, just like us hanging out, being at dancing, going to baseball games, like just me being stupid, me being objects on stage, like scrapbooks I are everything. Out of myself. Yeah, no, it's just, like, it's so nice. I didn't realize uh, how much of, like, a love language that can be for people. I mean, that acts of, that gift, but, like, not just a gift, but, like, something you put time and energy into. Um, Especially because not, like, I feel like um, I don't, like, not a lot of people, like, print pictures anymore. Like, you keep, like, thousands of pictures on your phone about how often are you, like, going to CVS or wherever to, like, print pictures. 
So I try to make a point of doing that so that like they exist somewhere but my phone. Yeah, you're making me want to get my shit together and like get some picture frames going around the house and uh, maybe even do. I've been seeing this a lot lately uh, in, in the houses I clean. People are getting refrigerator magnets that look like little Polaroids. Oh, yeah, those are getting really big. Those are Super trendy. cute. I like them now. They're burning cute. <laughs> oh, I'm still mad. On my buy nothing group, somebody gave up a Polaroid camera and I was this close. Then I remembered, you're a 34-year-old adult. Just fucking buy a used Polaroid camera. <laughs> buy a Polaroid. I don't think they're too bad. Like, my little sister just got a Polaroid and it's a legit Polaroid. It's not like the oh, wow. Fuji one that I have, which is still good. Um, but yeah, Polaroids are awesome. They're so good to have and like, each print is like a dollar, so you will like covet the pictures you take for sure. They'll mean more because they're mm. costing you way more money. You're like, you fucking put your <laughs> arm down. Okay, you lift your okay head just a little bit this way. Hold on. Let me just the light. Okay. Everybody smile. All right, go back to driving the car. to me like polaroids are a picture that you can't prepare they have to be candids because they're they're the kind of picture that you use like if your friend got murdered and then you're like oh i only have these pictures to submit to uh to keith david keith whatever his name is the guy who's on uh dateline nbc what is that guy's name i think his name is greg I think it's Keith. <laughs> I thought it was Greg. Uh, Keith Gregory, go on. No. <laughs> Keith. Oh, that's right. Greg is your boss. I'm sorry. That's right. I I have so many like other Keiths. I'm like Keith Richards, Keith uh, Keith Moon, Keith Hernandez, Dateline, NBC. Don't worry, folks. The payoff will be worth it. No, it's not. <laughs> Sometimes I actually specifically I was say, yeah. Are we sure? <laughs> the Dateline NBC guy is uh, uh, it's Keith Morrison. Do you feel there better? No, not at all. <laughs> I, don't, I, I hated that we wasted that time. Let's we're we're done. We're here. done the podcast. Done. Megan, thank you so much for coming on and loosely talking to us about uh, <laughs> a movie as well as also for showing us such adorable animals and telling us about dogs. Aww. You're welcome. Oh, it was baby. so much fun. This was so great. I missed you guys. I haven't seen I you so too. many. Like I haven't seen any improv people in so long. It's crazy. It's so cute. Your team is like still go. I don't know. Like I know you guys performed a couple times. That's just awesome. Yeah. It's very cool. This is Jim. Jim's. Jim's. The reason why we're here is Jim. Uh, essentially, okay. Jim. Yeah. No, it's flat out. It's just Jim asked me to do this. Uh, I was totally on board with the concept of being like loosely be like yeah fuck it we get to go talk to all the people that we haven't seen in forever like it was such a pandemic project uh that i'm glad is we this podcast will outbeat the pandemic is that a thing that we want yeah I'm fine. yes yeah um i was down to be, for that to be over soon and i want to continue doing this because it's been such exactly that like which is just a means of being like fuck i miss people let's call people that we miss and like ask them if they want to come talk to us about nonsense and get like a couple of rejections from here to there. And then Derek Hayes, who's like, fucking <laughs> let me know when you have cars, idiot. Um, <laughs> That's it. <too. laughs> yeah, we have. I, I, I also like to thank Kai for 
getting all the guests because I am so terrible at it. Like, like I ran into it at a party and I was just like, oh, I should ask if she wants to be on the podcast. And then I was just like, uh, I want you on the podcast if you want or whatever. Like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, I was oh, like, Jim I just d- like ran away from me. <laughs> oh, actually, no, this is good for me. Yeah. Give me the lowdown here for real quick. The perspective. Did he do okay? Like, did he do okay? Because I don't often let him do this. <laughs> he did good. Yeah. I think I was like, I listened to an episode of one of the podcasts. Like I was at work one day and I was like, oh, I didn't know they were doing this. And I just like popped on an episode. And then I like, I did I see you at Joe's? I think I saw you somewhere yes. and I was like, oh, that was cool. And you were like, yeah, I don't know. You're fine about it. It wasn't, it wasn't awkward. I remember the one. That, I think that's I, I, how I got my foot in the door. <laughs> I think the, the thing I said that I was like, why would I ever say that to a human was I was like, oh yeah, we're getting a, uh, we, uh, we wanted you on. You're on our list of people. We basically wrote down every, uh, and I tried to say interesting person we could think of. And instead I said, I wrote, we wrote down every comedian we could think of. And I was like, that makes it sound so less special. Like it, the, it, the answer is that we were like, we like talking to Megan. Let's get her on there. And instead I was like, you're a comedian. That's why we want you. It's like, no, why um, did I do that? Jim, go ahead and list for us every uh, Philadelphia comedian that we didn't want to uh, include on the list. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Stop the recording. Stop the recording. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, no, I will actually take a quick moment to let you know that we will be back next week continuing this journey with Lord of the Rings franchise uh, or the Lord of the Ring franchise. Excuse me. Uh, we'll be back uh, with a returning guest, Ross Wiseman, coming back. He's not here to talk about Home Alone 4. I apologize, but he will be talking about this three and a half hour th- movie. Yeah, the two towers yeah. is what it's called. The two towers. I was stalling, Jim. Thank you. I thought it was going to come to me, but it didn't. Uh, so do come back. Uh, we're not done avoiding talking about this franchise. <laughs> and we'll never be done. <laughs> this is so much fun, guys. <laughs> I love you Thank both. You. So Thank you for we're not going anywhere, me. but we're all going to wave at each other like it's yeah. over. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, why, are we, why do we wave at the other? Uh, Stop your recording. Cut the recording. Good. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.